0: Employers are having to get creative today. You know why? Because unemployment stayed at its historic low of 4.9% in July, remaining unchanged from June as the country continues to face a labor shortage. The rate is the lowest on record with comparable data going back all the way to 1976, speaking of toys from the 70s. The economy though lost 31,000 jobs in July while the unemployment rate, rate again held steady at 49 Here's what Finance Minister Christian Freeland had to say about it.
1: I think the most important thing for Canadians to bear in mind is the unemployment rate today was confirmed to be at 4.9%. That is a historic low for Canada, and that is good news for Canadians.
0: There's Christia Freeland today in Nova Scotia. Canada's, Canada's labor market is very tight, 1 million, more than 1 million, job vacancies across the country right now. But after months of strong wage growth, uh, indeed, senior economist Brandon Bernard says the recent slowdown in jobs growth signals that the labor market may be changing a bit. It looks like the uh, employment recovery has shifted from uh, the gas pedal uh, uh, going down strong to uh, more neutral gear. Still a new state of Canadian hiring survey of more than 575 managers across this country shows the fight to recruit and retain employees is as fierce as ever. The report from Robert Half Canada shows that despite fears of a recession, employers continue to find new ways to compete for talent. And joining me now with more on this survey is Mike Sheckman. He's the regional director at Robert Half Canada, or one of the regional directors at Robert Half Canada. Thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you, man. Thanks for having me on.
0: So I guess these new unemployment numbers released today by StatsCan showing more than a million job vacancies across the country um, won't come as a surprise to you. They're certainly on the minds of managers you surveyed across the country. How much hiring is going on these days and what is the mood?
1: It's it's competitive. Uh, the market is quite uh, quite fierce in terms of uh, not only attracting but also retaining some of the top talent that employers are uh, have within their organization. Uh, our research just continues to show that companies are planning uh, to hire new permanent positions uh, through the second half of the year, uh, and there is um, no give uh, when it comes to uh, the market conditions. Uh, it's still a very much a candidate-driven market right across the board. Uh,
0: given that, given that it is a candidate's market, uh, what are employers trying to do differently to recruit staff and to retain them?
1: There's a lot of strategies that um, employers and, and leaders are, are putting forward. Um, one of the, the key one, uh, you know, I think it's, it's, it's an old adage, but uh, it's ensuring that you have a, a competitive uh, salary uh, and you, with all the headlines around inflation, interest rates, uh increasing there's a lot of pressure in in terms of some of that um, increasing so uh, taking notice of that uh, organizations are pivoting and are trying to uh, make sure that they are offering a competitive uh, advantage when it comes to not only the base salary but also making sure that the total looks um, looks solid uh, which which again is going to also retain some of the key people in your business. The other piece that we've seen that has been interesting and just based on our survey, uh, 31% of the respondents for this specific survey showed that and shared that uh, they're actually providing uh, a signing bonus. So this has become a much more prevalent in the last uh, year or 18 months uh, and more popular where maybe the base is not something that you can have flexibility on but you might be able to have a budget set for uh, to get somebody across the line with a signing bonus. Yeah,
0: there's some interesting stats that you came up with, um, 45% increasing compensation to retain current employees, uh, 42% increasing starting salaries to attract new talent. So really uh, it's competitive, as you mentioned, it's competitive out there. What else are are employers trying to do these days? I know there's also uh, all this uh, talk around remote work, how flexible? Is, yeah. is what you're hiring, who you're hiring, and where they live.
1: Yeah, Ben, we've we seen a, a, a transition. And, and really, uh, when we uh, were hit by that pandemic, uh, we were thrust uh, into a position where everybody was working from home. And the future work is really the future is, is now, and how organizations have been able to, to adopt a flexible workforce and uh, with the right technology in place. Uh, organizations uh, that are ahead on the curve where they do uh, offer flexibility are the ones that are, are getting some of the top talent uh, in the market. So uh, 34% of uh, the respondents actually shared that offering remote option uh, is something that uh, they are able to, uh, to accommodate and it's uh, it's a way again to uh, to, to attract uh, people into the workforce. When you think about it, then uh, we were somewhat, um, you know, we had, we had some parameters when it comes to geography and, and recruiting in our own uh, backyard. Uh, when the pandemic hit uh, organizations that uh, really transitioned well to uh, work from home they started recruiting outside of their backyards so they were looking for the best talent not only in their city but right across the country and that continues uh, as we uh, come out of the pandemic as well.
0: I guess we're also seeing though despite um, you know the the fact that there, there is this you know this this hunt or at least this competition going on, that hiring managers are worried. They're concerned about their own staff leaving. I get, I guess, the, sort of the the quote unquote great resignation. Not that we've seen a, a lot of the same impact here in Canada as we have in the states, for instance. But uh, there is a lot of concern about hiring managers out there that the people they have in place are going to leave.
1: Yeah, in nearly eighty percent of managers are, are are worried, and there is a concern that their employees will be uh, quitting. So. Uh, retention is is paramount in in this current job um, seekers market Uh, organizations are trying to figure out what is important for them and i think this is the key uh, is your ability as a leader to understand what motivates your staff and what's important Uh, one of the most important things for uh, a lot of individual that maybe was put on the back burner was was uh, career paths Uh, I think that when we were in the, again, in the thrust of the pandemic, we were just focused on the business uh, and making sure that people are taken care of at the same time, but uh, career development was not a focus and we're seeing that increasing. So ensuring that uh, your leadership team is is aware of what is important for uh, the people and the workforce uh, is really, really important because that will change from individual to individual.
0: Yeah, it makes it tough for managers too. I was reading reports this week, of course, that managers are suffering. They're burning out as well because of the extra responsibility, both of doing their jobs and doing what you're describing, which is making sure that a team uh, that has options now is kept happy. And that can often, you know, that can often be difficult considering each person has different wants and needs, right?
1: Yeah, no, I think, um, I think that's, uh, that's critical. And, and we we know how prevalent, uh, uh, mental health and wellness has been uh, for and a discussion point uh, for for many organizations show so checking in with everybody and as a leadership team uh, whether you're uh, whether you're an executive um, and down you got you have to be able to lead by example and, and ensuring that people are not burning out and and putting together programs in place that will that will help uh, people through uh, difficulty times but you know when you're talking about flexibility and, and giving that I think that uh, certainly helps individual uh, just be able to to balance those two things and balance is not an easy thing, but we call it maybe work-life integration. So having the ability to again put the time into uh, doing critical things when it comes to your your work, uh, but also integrating some of your uh, life uh, priorities as well, uh, which will uh, which will help uh, with that along. Uh,
0: one of the things that's also interesting is that a lot of companies are looking to bring in extra help right now. So if you're not in the market for a full-time job, but you are a freelancer or a contractor, it's it's pretty lucrative out there right now.
1: Yeah, the, the gig economy has uh, really grown, uh, not only over the last number of years, but uh, especially accelerated through the pandemic. And priorities have changed for people. So having the flexibility to, to be a contractor or a consultant uh, has been uh, has been a really uh, beneficial for, for many out there. Uh, we've seen a lot of um, employers use contract professionals uh, to help them with large-scale projects that, that require additional resources. Uh, within within a specific teams, uh, we've seen a lot of digital transformation projects are happening right across uh, across the country for many employers, as they needed to really uh, move maybe Uh, some of their businesses uh, online Um, we also have a lot of situations where uh, with the business evolving and client requirements uh, change as well uh, maybe the skills that are within the business are not available so bringing in somebody that can have a specific uh, niche or a specialization can really help uh, the organization uh, move forward without hiring an individual permanently
0: I'm speaking with Mike Sheckman. He's the Regional Director at Robert Half Canada. They have a new survey out, the State of Canadian Hiring Survey of 575 managers across the country. Uh, on a day when StatsCan has reminded us of just how low the unemployment rate is, a million job vacancies across this country, and that's showing up in this survey as well, with lots of competition for employees, lots of different tactics to try to recruit and retain those that are already there. When we come back, uh, we'll look ahead to the next six months, because uh, despite fears of a recession, it seems like hiring will continue. That's next. Mike Scheckman is with us this half hour. He's the regional director at Robert Half Canada. We're talking about a new survey that they've put out called the State of Canadian Hiring Survey. Uh, it comes on the same day, or at least we're talking about it on the same day, that StatsCan's put out new, new numbers on the unemployment rate in this country, still at a record low, 1 million job vacancies. And that's really turning up uh, in this survey as well, where managers are well aware of just how competitive it is. Uh, the race for employees is out there. And according to the survey, it looks like, uh, at least for the rest of 2022, the hiring will continue.
1: Yeah, Ben, we, we were we're seeing that um, when you're looking at the survey specifically uh, between adding new positions across the country uh, and filling vacant position, it makes up ninety percent. Uh, so, uh, really, we're we're going to continue on the trend where organizations are are feeling confidence that it can they can onboard individual and recruit. Uh, there's just going to be a shortage in terms of who they can bring on, which is going to be the the bigger the bigger challenge as we move ahead through the second half of the year.
0: Now, is this need for employees? Is it it, it obviously isn't evenly spread out across all professions and all titles, right? I mean, where where are you seeing the pinch points? Uh, where is the real demand right now? Do you think?
1: Yeah, you know the the one thing interesting thing is that um, the demand is is across uh, many industries, uh, but but specifically there there are uh, some some industries uh, that are a little bit um, uh, accelerating through the second half. Uh, now, uh, you know, when when you're looking at business, administrative, and finance roles, unemployment. And is actually below 2% uh, nationally. So we're going to continue seeing that pressure uh, come on. But uh, when you're looking at specific roles uh, within finance and accounting, we're seeing high demand for finance and financial planning and analysis professionals. There's a lot of financial uh, reporting requirements that are happening with many changes uh, uh, for, for a year rent coming up uh, at the end of this year. Uh, we're also still seeing a lot of pressure uh, to find strong talent within technology, despite you know, some organizations that are facing uh, some restructuring and some, some freezes uh, with, with some uh, names across the country. But Technology process automation continues to be a a key uh, focus and also cloud architecture and operation. Uh, When you're thinking of positions uh, and automating a lot of process for organizations, that's gonna be uh, a really key focus over the next number of years, especially with the continued uh, labor force uh, shrinking because we were seeing that a lot of the baby boomers and uh, the the generations of the 55 plus are gonna be retiring. uh, And there's just not enough people replacing those uh, key roles.
0: I was also interested to look and see in your survey that uh, very few companies, although more now than a few than a year ago when it was, I think, about zero. But on the flip side of all this, very few companies are looking at job cuts or uh, a freeze, hiring, uh, freeze a, a freeze in hiring or laying people off.
1: Yeah, it's a a low amount. Uh, The the needle moved from 0% to uh, 2%, so still very much uh, a relatively low low number. Uh, In those specific situations, um, there could be a number of different factors. Uh, It could be a situation where an organization may be overhired as they accelerate through the second half of 2021 and are right-sizing some of their uh, teams. Uh, And it it also uh, shows us that, um, you know, overall the hiring is is above the pre-pandemic level, so businesses are really now just looking to uh, onboard and train some of the new staff and uh, are, are You know, continuously on that trend so we're not seeing the impact uh, in the Labor force, uh, as we are seeing with some of the other headlines and when it comes to uh, again um, some of the the recession headlines and economic slowdown that is uh, overarching and a little bit of the red flags uh, out there.
0: You do get the sense, though, that with all this talk of a potential recession or at least an economic slowdown, that there is some caution in there. That perhaps there's some caution in there that this is sort of filling what's missing. But how much growth are we going to see? Do, do you, you know, I know you can't tell necessarily from this survey exactly, yeah. uh, but did you get a sense that there's some caution as well from uh, from managers that, that are being spoken to? Yeah, I think anecdotally, I
1: think organizations um, are are going to be a little bit cautious. I think they the it would be irresponsible not to. Uh, to ensure that they're doing their own due diligence in terms of uh, where their industry or business uh, uh, strategy and where they want to head. Uh, I, you know what they are still uh, full force ahead where companies for the most part are, are doing their best to, to, to grow uh, and ensure that uh, they're doing it responsibly uh, and with a thoughtful uh, approach. Uh, but nobody has that crystal ball. So I think that organizations are are just dealing with uh, with the now uh, and as it stands, it's, it's, um, it's tough. It's a very, very challenging market uh, and, and, it's, uh, it continues to be the number one challenge for, for many employers and leaders uh, in terms of um, retaining and, uh, and attracting talent.
0: Mike Scheckman, thanks so much for your time tonight.
1: My pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Ben.